another episode of the Fly and the Wall Show. Man, I'm so happy you made it this far. I would never let fear hold me back ever again. And I got a special guest. This is about to be an amazing conversation. I got the legendary power move maker and shaker. This is about to be an amazing conversation, man. I swear I hear it all like a fly on the wall. But truly, I'm not small. I'm the flyest of all. And this a meeting ground for the blessing profound. The hottest talk show around. You better turn up your sound. Because if you want to be great, you got to learn from the greats. Analyze what they say and avoid their mistakes. If you got what it takes, just give me a call. I'm here to hear it all. It's the Fly on the Wall show. I'm back, I'm back, I'm back, I'm back, man. I'm back for another special episode of the Fly on the Wall show. Today is episode 64 of the Fly on the Wall show. Brought to you by Food for Thought Network. And I got a special guest for you guys today. I got a special guest for you guys today. And he's a young mogul. He's only 18 years old. I'm going to wait for him to get in the room today so he can introduce you guys formally to you guys. It's about to be an amazing conversation. It's about to get. It's about to be a get money conversation. I got the young boss. I got the young mogul here right now. Send me a request. Sean, let's get it. Yo, 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 what's up, bro? Okay. How you doing? Let me see. Let me turn this up. Can you hear me? I hear you. All right. I can't really hear you that well. Let me see. Can you hear me or is it like quiet? I can hear you now, bro. All right, man. Sean, man, how you doing today? Doing good, doing good, feeling good. That's good. That's good. That's you look good. I see your hair, man. Looking good. I'm trying to be like you, man. <laughs> Absolutely, man. And so, welcome to the Fly on the Wall show, bro. Today is episode 64, man. It's a pleasure to have you. I've done over 60 interviews, man, in the past year. It's amazing. And it feels good to have you as special guest for episode 64, man. And so, Sean, for the people who may not know who you are, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what it is that you do, sir? Um, I'm an 18-year-old entrepreneur. I trade options in the stock market, and I also teach people how to invest in the stock market, how to create your own account for your kid, and also how to trade options in the stock market as well. Wow. So that's amazing, man. Let's get into it. You said you are only 18 years old? Yeah, I'm 18. <laughs> oh, man. You're a young, you a young, you a young mogul, bro. You're a young boss. <laughs> Absolutely, man. So what got you into entrepreneurship at such a young age? Um, I always saw it everywhere and I always thought that I would have to like, I could wait till I'm like an adult so I can start that process and then I could just live my life now and have fun and stuff like that. But when I found out that I could start early and I could start building myself up now, then I just took action on it immediately and just started researching, doing my uh, due diligence and just researching different uh, business models because there's so many, there's hundreds, even thousands of business models. So I just look through as many as I could and figure out, okay, which one really resonates with me and which one can I just master and then, you know, turn that into a business. Absolutely, man. That's amazing. It's such a good thing to see you actually starting at such a young age, man. 18 is such a valuable, you know, age, man. I feel like a lot of, you're so impressionable at that age, bro. To see you, you know, doing your journey right now, that's a powerful thing, man. And so when it comes to entrepreneurship, man, what was like your first thing that you actually got started in trying? First thing that I started was wholesaling real estate. Um, actually got to, I had a one deal and I was doing, so I basically got a deal under contract. Um, 
and I was calling, I was cold calling, got a deal under contract, and then we got to the closing table, and the seller basically backed out when he found out I was seventeen. He was like, yeah, he was like, uh, uh-uh. uh, because he didn't want. I guess because of the the portion that I put on top of it, he didn't. So he was like, so before we even got to the closing table, he found out I was seventeen, and he backed out of the deal. Wow, so you actually got into wholesaling at the age of seventeen? Like, what? Like, how did you get introduced to that? Uh, I was just, I just saw it on YouTube. I was like, wait, what is this? Because I always thought there was like you have to buy a property, uh, flip it, and stuff like that, and that you could get into real estate with, with no money down or anything like that. So I was like, okay, what is this? And it intrigued me, so I started researching, doing my due diligence, and I found out what wholesale was. Basically, you're getting a property and you're getting it under contract with a uh, seller and you're finding a buyer to pay a certain amount over top of it. So let's say I get one under contract for, let's say, something like 80000 and then I find somebody who wants to buy it for uh, 90000 uh, 100000 So I put that portion on top of it for me. So they pay this much, I pay them, and then I keep what's in the middle. Wow, bro. So let me ask you a question. Did you, are you, did you graduate high school? Or are you still in high school by any chance? You graduated? So, like, like real estate, right? Wholesaling at the age of 17. Are these the conversations that you're having with your peers that were, like, maybe, like, were you still in high school around that time? Yeah, I was, still, I was definitely still in high school. It was the middle of the year. Actually, before the year even really started, it was, like, November. Um, <laughs> I was not having these conversations with people in my school. It was uh, pretty foreign, I should say, to have, like, those conversations at school. But, yeah, I wasn't really having that conversation. With like, so, like, what type of conversations do you think the people around you were having? Like, when you were in school, you were studying real estate. Like, what type of conversations and chatter did you hear around you, if you even heard the chatter? Uh, what game are y'all playing? Uh, are y'all going to the football game, basketball game uh, this weekend or this uh, Friday or something like that? Uh, who's your team? Like, who do you think is winning this Sunday? Uh, who do you think is winning, you know, like, basketball? Like, who do you think is going to win? Um, that was mainly the things I was hearing. But that wasn't really centered to growth. It was always centered around entertainment, short-term gratification things. And I kind of had to exclude that and just push that away for a little bit because I wanted to get to a certain point in my life where, you know, be, like, be financially free, have my like, that I want at such a young age. I'd rather have that than to enjoy, like, what is the, what happened in the NFL game. Because I'm literally – I can watch – the NFL game in my new mansion where everybody else. Oh, you talking spicy, bro. I love it. Absolutely, man. And so, bro, like, what, like, it's, I, lo- I love this, bro, because you have this powerful mindset at such a young age. You're only 18, right, bro? And your mindset is one of the most important things that you can have as an individual, right? Like, what sparked, like, this interest for, like, growth? And, like, what was going on in your life around, that, like, such a young age where you'd be like, yo, I got it. I want to be a millionaire before I'm 21. People around me are playing Madden and 2K, but I want to learn real estate. I want to learn investing. Like I want to grow. Like was anything wrong? Like in your, like, what was your environment like growing up? Like for you to be like you to shift your mindset onto such a, you know, such a entrepreneur mindset at such a young age. So I was in a situation like with a girl, whatever. And long story short, I was caught in the middle of somebody's relationship. And I didn't want to be a part of it. I was lied to, et cetera, et cetera. But I just moved outside of that situation. I pushed it away. And that kind of put me in a place of 
what am I doing with my life instead of because I'm always wor I'm worried about other people and, and drama, but I'm not creating something for myself. So I'm still stuck here and I don't want to be here, but I'm doing the same things that's going to put me here. So I was like, okay, what do I got to do to get myself out of this environment, but also put myself in a better situation where I can but still like leave all this stuff behind because I'd rather have there's different problems that I want to have and these problems I don't want to have and I can avoid it but I just got to figure out how so that kind of that phase kind of put me into where I wasn't really talking to anybody I was like no, I was almost numb because I wasn't really like showing any emotion or anything like that I was my parents like normally they're like because like sometimes I was like you know a little talk back a little saying like if they don't say <laughs> You know, everybody does it, but I wasn't even talking. I wasn't talking back. I wasn't saying anything. I was just like chilling, not doing anything or feeling anything, because I was like, that just it hit me hard. Because I was like, it really like checked me. Because I was always worried about everybody else, but I wasn't worried about Dang. myself. But that really hit me. Like, yo, I need to like I have a change of mindset, shift in mindset. So that kind of put me in a bad place. But instead of like dwelling on my problems and stuff like that, I decided to use that as productivity be like, all right, let me research and see what I can start doing to put me on that right path and to put me in a better situation. Wow, man. That's that's dope, bro. That's dope and that's powerful, man. Sometimes it takes a certain situation to make you have to have that shift, man. And your environment is everything. Your environment is key, man. And so, bro, like, options, right? I didn't know anything about... I still don't know too much about, you know, investing. I'm, I'm learning, right? That's why I have this podcast. I can talk to the experts like you, right? And so options, bro. The first time I ever heard of options trading was maybe last year when I was 27. I had the, I had the, you know, the privilege to speak to Mr. Todd Capito and I learned a little bit about options trading. You're only 18, bro. How did you stumble across option trading and investing and all that good stuff? So that came from, like I said, YouTube. I literally just, like, once I started looking at- YouTube University, man connected me to everything like there are so many different things that i started learning about e-commerce wholesaling uh different business models social media marketing agencies just turn like selling stuff that i used to sell stuff at school like candy and food and stuff like that i make a few movies i was always kind of in this entrepreneurial mindset but i was like i didn't really take it to another level so i started researching what are the different ways and you know youtube algorithm it'll give you videos based on what you're trying to look at money or be a millionaire or something like that it'll give you different ways so options trading was one of them because uh, i knew about the stock market but right. I, think I had to i thought i had to be like an older guy yeah. start investing and stuff like that i didn't even know about options then when i found it out i found out about it i knew i could leverage a little bit of money to make a whole bunch so i was like hold up this is different so i decided to try it and it was for christmas i got my parents for a course on like stock market or investing with options. And they were so confused. They was like, why don't you want like a game or like, you know what I'm saying? Something like that. Right, and they was like, yeah, I just want a course. That's it. I don't want no game, food, money, gift cards, none of that. I just want, a want that knowledge. They got me a Wall Street Trappers investing course. Uh, big trap. Uh, it wasn't even about options. It was just about investing and understanding like a company. So I was like, oh, I'm gonna take this. I'm gonna rock with it. So I used it. I went through it in about one, two days, something like that. And then the next day, I researched. So this was. It took a four day period before I did my first option trade. From when I got the course, on to 
December 29th when I made my first trade. So you said it only took you four days. Four days. That's important though, because you know a lot of people, they're professional studiers. They get this information and they just hold on to it and they think they they're not ready and then they don't execute. And that's why success doesn't find them. So it only took you four days. That's important, bro. I'm sorry, go ahead. So it took me two days to go through the course. Then it took me one day to learn about um like option trading. Like what okay, what is it? How do I do it? How do I understand it? What exactly is option trading in your own words? Option trading is Think of it like you're, let's say I have a piece of paper and mm -hmm. I'll have a hundred stocks, like a hundred shares of a stock on that paper. So, so if I was to buy, let's say I have Amazon's, I mean, uh, Apple's at $150. Yeah. 100 shares of that, like individual shares, I have to buy $15,000 worth. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's just a lot. Each share times a hundred, 15,000. That's some bread. I have, yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> So I would have to, so if it went up, if it went up, let's say it was at $150. If it went up $1 to 151 and I sold it, I would have made a dollar. But if I, if I, you know, $15,000 worth, which are 100 shares, if it went up a dollar, that's for each share I have. So I have 100 shares, it went up a dollar, so I'd be at 15100 So that's a lot of money, but, I mean, I had to pay $15,000 for that to happen. So. Right. With options, I can leverage that same fifteen dollars for maybe two hundred, three hundred, four hundred dollars, something like that, or even less. So I can get a contract that has a hundred shares of Apple for about two hundred, three hundred dollars, and then I can leverage that to make a few hundred dollars or a few thousand dollars with that two hundred, three hundred dollars. So mm. And if, if I'm if I'm correct, I know you can like when you when it comes to option trading, you can like bet on you bet for and against the uh, the stock. Yep, and what are those called? It's called calls and puts. So calls is basically up. So if you think the stock's gonna go up, you do a call. If you think it's if you think it's gonna go down, you do a put. So those are the two types of options that you can get. And um, basically, I had a I'm, I mainly do calls because I'm bullish on the stock market, so I typically do calls. But if I bearish market, I might do puts. But I do either or, just depending on where the market's going. Okay. But options basically allows you to leverage a little bit of money. A little bit of capital to leverage like a whole bunch, so I can pay two hundred, three hundred dollars to leverage fifteen thousand dollars worth of Apple shares, of Amazon shares, of Tesla, etc. But it's a time limit, though. So the caveat is at the time limit. So depending on how much you pay, you have a certain time limit on like how uh, long that contract lasts. So let's say, think of it like a phone. You have a let's say if you get an options contract that expires in zero days or one day then it'll take you zero over one days for it to go from 100 percent to zero so then you got to charge it again or quote unquote charge it or just get another contract but it'll go from 100 to 99 to 98 90 way quicker in zero days or 100 days because of something called theta so that's one of the greeks but basically all it is is basically saying that we're going to take off this certain amount of your depending on how like uh short it is so if it's one day out it's going to go away super quick. So you got to use it. Like, that's what I use for scalping, which is trading for a few minutes. So if Scal it, scalping is what I'm sorry? Trading for a few minutes, basically. Okay. So if I trade for like two, three minutes, it doesn't take that much off of my contract, but I can still leverage it for that few, like three, five minutes, and it won't take much off of my actual contract. But if I were to like hold it, like do a day trade, like do it for a few hours, I only got like a few hours left to actually, you know, get into the actual trip.
still like have money left over on my contract. So, but if I did it a year out, right. I pay more time, but I have to pay more. That's the only caveat for it. because over time the stock market goes up over time. That's right. how the stock market works. So if they're if you pay a certain amount of time and you think it's going to happen in like a day or two days or three days, it might charge you two hundred, three hundred dollars, something like that. But if you're gonna wait a year out, you kind of you gotta pay like two thousand, maybe three thousand that for a year long contract. But however, it goes up a tremendous amount over that time period because you have more time for it to grow. So the er, the longer out you do it, the better chances of you making your money back. So that's the caveat for options, basically. Bro, I'm gonna ask you this question one more time. How <laughs> many people your age is talking like this? Now, yeah, I, I found, ever since I moved to Atlanta in July, I've just been like my whole and you, you, every room I go to, you already know. I ask everybody like, "Where's the teenagers? At? Where's the young adults, teenagers, stuff like that?" Because I love for young people that's also in this space. Because I actually created a group chat for all the traders and stuff like that that I know that are around my age, for like twenty three, twenty four, something like that, and below. And we all just trade options in that group chat and we talk about what is our different trades and stuff like that. And I just find people just on the Instagram. Like if I find, like literally I just post my content of what I'm doing with options and then I'll find other people, they'll be attracted to my page and say, oh, they do options too or they trade stuff like that. And then I'll just follow them, hit them up, DM them, talk about their strategy. I'll talk about mine. And then we just chop it up and we go from there. Absolutely, man. That's powerful, man. And, you know, just speaking a little bit about community, right? How important is it to put yourself in the rooms, you know, networking and put yourself in the rooms with like-minded individuals who have common goals and interests such as yourself? How important is that for you? Got here in July, in Atlanta in July. It's, was it September now? So July, August, September. Where'd you move from, by the way? I'm from Maryland. From where? Maryland. Okay, okay, okay. So I've been here for about two, three months, and I've already been to about eight networking events. Eight, three, I think about three or four conferences and then four, three, three to four networking events. You're not playing, bro. Like, what was your favorite? Like, what What were the name of some of the conferences you went to, and like, what made you pick that specific conference? The Next Level Living Conference by Jeremy Anderson. Shout out to Jeremy. Um, just like being in the room in general, I was like, because I didn't pay for the. I was like, hey, let me just work here. Let me get value. Let me just help out in any way. I was in the room. That would be a service. Get in the room. Because I, like, I got there late, like to Atlanta late. But I was like, this event is happening, but I really want to go there. So I was like, hey, let me do whatever I can just to be in that room and do whatever I need to do to get in the room. So I was in the room helping out, but I was also taking notes. So when the speaker got out, I was still working, but I was also on my phone taking notes, one-handed, just taking notes and stuff like that and making sure I got information. And then I also connected with everybody in all the people that came there. I connected with everybody and actually met all the young, majority of the young entrepreneurs I know, I met them there. I met about 10, 10 or 11 young entrepreneurs from the ages of 22 to about 13 that were like 12, 22 to 13 years old. And they're motivational speakers. They uh, have stuff like that and I met them there I was like yo this is crazy so I arrived I got all together I was like yeah we got to do this we got a group chat call each other talk to each other stuff like that I was like yeah we're not going nowhere because energy different I need new friends like I need better friends and we're all 
everybody had this energy to them. Like, we all want to grow. We all want to get better. We all want to, like, help out and motivate and just inspire people to, like, you know, get started now, create your own business. Like, you know, being an entrepreneur, like, just we all were thinking the same. And it was just so amazing to be in the room with them. And everybody had different, like, talents and abilities and stuff like that. So we created a chat. Actually, one of them was just right there. What's good, Vlad? Uh, oh, what's up? What's up, my boy? That's good. But everybody has their own different, um, like, characteristics and different talents and gems and stuff like that that they give. So we all came together and made our own chat, and then we started bringing other people in as well that were our age. So we're just finding them everywhere. Like, I found somebody. Um, I went to, um, what was the conference? Oh, InvestFest. Um, oh, my God. I'm so mad I missed that one, man. Yeah, you, yeah, you get don't sleep on EYL, man. Oh my God, bro! I'm so mad I missed that one, bro. Oh, it's all good next year. <laughs> Definitely next year. Um, I meant like there was a lot of uh, young entrepreneurs there too. Um, I saw a group of them. They were from uh, Georgia State University of Georgia, uh, yeah. Georgia Tech. It was a whole bunch of them, like older, young adults, teenagers, and stuff like that. So I connected with a few of them. I connected with a lot of people because I knew it, like some of the brands that were there. So I was. Right. Just with people there but i love to like when i go to these conferences i don't look mainly for the speakers i'm looking for the people like the like, people yeah the people that's where the gems are at. like that's where the the real value is at because i can build with them i can't build with you know somebody that's on the stage because they already they already made it so i need to build with somebody you can but it takes a little bit you know a little bit more effort but because it's like you know what i'm saying they're on, like they're on different planes so if i want to get gems obviously and learn from them then, yeah, tap in with them, get their course, get their mastermind, you know what I'm saying, like that. But if they're on stage and stuff like that, then it's not really anything I can get by talking to them. It's not, oh, you know what I'm saying, I do this, this, and this. What do you do and stuff? It's not really, like, you know, that connection. It's just, it's more like a transfer of, like, uh, bars, gems, and stuff like that. But when I'm networking with other people that's, like, down there in the stands to learn and get information, then it's like it's more of a chemistry thing. Like we get along better. We can talk to each other about different things and stuff like that. We can just grow. Absolutely, 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 man. Thank you so much for you know taking the time to break that down for me, man. And so, bro, when it comes to options, I know you said it took you four days to actually you know do the course and then jump into your first you know options trade. How did you do that first one? So the first one, it was a swing trade. So because of what I was learning in uh, Wall Street Trappers course, it wasn't really tailored to like scalping or you know trading in a day. It was more tailored to understand the value of a company over time. So what I did was I used that to research a specific company, it was Neo, and I used that to basically just go through the whole process, understand the company, what is the, the CEO, what is the management doing right now. Um, how is what is the debt to income ratio of the actual company? What's the events that's happening? Um, when is their earnings call happening? Stuff like that. So I did a combination of all that information and I put it to like a two to three page like report about the company and I made that report and I was like, okay, I'm good now. So I got all the information lined up right. So this is how, how am I going to execute the trade? Then I looked at every every question I had. I just looked it up on Google. I mean, Google or YouTube, and I would just put input, like, answers and stuff like that and answer it for myself. So my first trade, it was a $44 swing trade. It was a $44 strike price call option on NEO. NEO was at $47, I think, and I did a $44 uh, call. So it was in the money, meaning it's at 47 so I do the strike price at 44 So that's, that's the price that I acquire all the shares for, and Basically, once it gets, it's, once it starts running up higher, I'll start making a little bit more. I, it's more expensive, but I still make more money 
once I swung it. So I basically waited for, because they had a, um, I think it was an earnings call, and it also had where they're releasing all their cars and new technology and stuff like that. So investors were starting to get interested in that. So I held it for about two weeks. I, I think about a month out, but I held it for about two weeks. So at two weeks, uh, on January 10th, and I was, I didn't care. I was like, I don't care. I'm waiting for this ne the next day. I'm like, that's all I care about. Because the next day is when the market opened. So I was like, hey, we ready. We about to cash out on it. Um, and the event happened huge it had a huge rally in the like the beginning of the market so it went up to about 66 67 and then i t i uh sold my contract there for like 2000 and i paid like 500 for it yo that's amazing bro and so bro social media you know what have you social media will have you just throwing your money at anything right some people will hear something going up and they'll throw their money at it they'll throw their money throw their money at it for you it sounds like you're very you do a lot of research in the company before you actually take the time and put your money in it. How important is it to actually do your own individual research prior to investing in something? Doing research just allows you to understand like what you're doing. Like you're not going to go take a test without studying. You're not going to go um, like play that basketball game without putting in the reps in the gym. Like you're not going to go, you know what I'm saying? Like it's just a matter of putting the hours in and just putting the work and just being comfortable with, you know, knowing what you're actually doing. Because if you're scared, if you're not confident, then you're going to mess up or you're going to like make a mistake in the middle. You got to make sure you got everything in order and just practice because you don't have to know. Like, I didn't know everything. I didn't even know, like, the course I got wasn't even about options. It wasn't even about it. I had to look that up myself. So I could have been wrong, but I was like, hey, let me look this up and fact check everything because right. I was making videos and stuff and the information was in alignment. And then I started to understand it because once I understood it, then it, just was, it was easy. Just, just go and do it <laughs> at that point. Because I did all the research I needed to. Absolutely, man. And so when it comes to options trading, man, it's a lot of information out there. And sometimes it's over, it's overwhelming, right? How are you helping people get into options trading? How are you simplifying the process and helping provide value to people so they can easily and readily understand it for themselves? Of course. Um, I spent about like $5,000 worth, $5,000 worth for just options trading and just investing and like getting courses, mentorships. And basically all the like mentorships that I got, I just took all of those. I went through every single one and I figured out, okay, what are they all, what is their alignment and what are they missing? Like, what is they, what are they not putting in the course that could help somebody else that could help me? Cause I'm still like, like the beginning stages, but because of my research and my consistency, I've allowed myself to get a little bit farther in terms of like understanding what the stock market is. So I just took a combination of every single one of those and I kind of put into my own course. And then I went through them again and I said, okay, they don't really have like a breakdown of them actually trading live on their actual thing. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna put that in there. So I'm gonna show, so in my course, I basically have like a little video and everybody that has my course, they know what it is. Uh, I basically did, a voiceover of me trading i think it was tesla i don't know what it was. i think it was tesla i just picked a random day random stock and then i basically traded for about 16 minutes and made like 2300 and then i showed you like how i did it so i showed you how i entered how i exited uh what was i looking for what was my thought process etc so you can kind of see what i'm thinking because people people typically don't know how they're supposed to think how they're supposed to understand how they're supposed to read the stock market but if you see it like a pov of me actually like 
doing it real time, you're like, oh, I know how to do this now. This is what he's looking for. So this is what I can look for. What? So, right? But also break down the process because some people don't. My whole course is tailored to actually like teenagers, young adults. So if they can understand it at a younger age than anybody else, anybody can understand it. Because I'm still young too. So it was kind of weird for me to like, what is all this stuff? Because I thought I was at the old. So I was like, let me tailor my course for my generation, my, you know, millennials and stuff like but that. Young moguls out there, absolutely. And if, if they can understand it, the adults can obviously understand it because they put money in, they, they know about investing and stuff like that. So if you're a complete beginner, this whole course will teach you how to get, at least to my level in terms of making a few hundred to a thousand dollars a day, just trading out there. Oh man, that's dope, that's dope. And where can they find that course, by the way? You can go to www.optionstradingblueprint.com and the link is in my bio, but you can also put it in the chat as well. Um, optionstradingblueprint.com. And I have my course there. I have uh, an ebook as well. I also wrote an ebook on how to also do it too. And I also have a candlestick patterns book. So you can also see like there's different candlestick patterns and trading patterns that you see like on charts and stuff. And you're like, what does this stuff mean? And stuff like that so i kind of detail like what it means and what it signifies so you can kind of use that in your strategy as well so i have like all that stuff on my website and i'm also going to be dropping a um a subscription plan when i hit 1500 i'm dropping a subscription plan so if you wanted to learn like options like on a weekly basis i'm gonna have like a day where i do, do a group call you can come in there i'm gonna give you all different like topics to talk about every single week I'm going to give y'all homework and stuff like that so y'all can consistently learn and build and just understand options and just help you grow from there. Man, that's amazing, bro. That's amazing. That sounds like a lot of value, bro. And so, man, Sean, man, you know, a lot of times people say they want to make a million dollars. They want to be a millionaire, right? And some people, they, they think that it's so out of reach. They think it's such a hard task to really to really grasp, right? I want to make a million dollars, but I don't know how, you know? And, you know, what I've been learning as I've been speaking to a lot of different people is that really and truly it's a lot of it is just financial literacy, right? You're 18, you have this amazing goal that you want to be a millionaire by the time you're 21 and you want to have financial freedom by the time you're 24. How important is financial literacy for you in accomplishing that goal? Financial literacy is literally the foundation, the base, the top, everything. You kind of got to, you have to understand financial literacy because I was actually, it was so weird. I was like mad at my parents one day because I realized they didn't tell me. They didn't teach me shit. They didn't tell me about like credit. They never taught me about like real estate. They never taught me about like, like investing stuff. Like they never really taught me about that. Yeah. Did they know about those things? They basically, so they knew they had credit. So, um, they have they have credit cards. They understand credit like why it's important. They've been through their own struggles and stuff with buying a house, like the house of it. And I was like, well, why haven't y'all like taught me this stuff before? Because I had to research that on my own. And yeah. And of like, um, they don't teach it in school. They don't teach. They definitely don't teach that in school. <laughs> they're never gonna. I also learned they're never gonna. Because I always thought that school was just going to teach me that stuff. And I was like, why would they teach me that? They never never teach me that. They'll never teach that in college. They'll never teach that in school. They might. If, if the day that they do that, 1% is already, like, up there in trillions, probably. Yeah. Otherwise, they're, they're not going to do that. Schools train you. It's sad to say, but they, they train you to kind of have, like, a worker's mindset. 
You know what I mean? Like, and, you know, and I'm not knocking education. I went to college and everything like that. But they're definitely not, you know, training you to be bosses and, you know, to really get freedom. They're not teaching you about credit. They're not teaching you about investing in stocks and really diving into entrepreneurship and all these different things. They're not doing that, sadly. That's what's going to get you to the – I realized this, too, because I was going to go to college for business and just learn about it and stuff like that. Yeah. What could a professor teach me about business that someone else that's already doing business, have a billion-dollar business and all that, couldn't teach me? And I was like, if they had their own million-dollar business, they wouldn't be in college teaching you. It's just that. Absolutely not. They would be implementing it. Unless it was for fun or something. They already know it. Like, because if you're paying, if you're if you're taking a minimum uh, minimum wage job or like a like a, a, a small job because you're teaching, it's not like super like you're gonna pay a whole bunch. But yeah. that job to teach about creating a business, but you don't know, if you don't have your own. Because if right. you're like where I want to be, you would be making that amount a day. Right. If you, like if you had your own business, so I was like that didn't make sense to me. So I was like. I'm just not going because they're not going to teach me what I need to know. So I'm going to go where they're actually teaching it, where they're actually doing it, where I can actually see that stuff, touch it, and, you know, experience that stuff for myself. So I haven't really – I was always good in school because I, I had to be good in school. Like, I had to be good grades, stuff like that. But it didn't really resonate with me too much in terms of, like, certain things that I wanted to do. So I kind of had to say, like, step out of faith, but also be – if you step out and say, I don't want school, you got to – you got have to be able to find something else to yep. to that point, like either because I did all that research and all this like time and stuff like that spent. I wasn't like hanging out with my friends as much. I stopped playing the game with them. I stopped like going out with them and stuff like that. So I could focus on this stuff. So I can start building that foundation now rather than wait till late. Did you notice? Excuse me. Did you notice like when you started kind of like falling back? from some of the old things and people that you used to kind of deal with, did you kind of notice people saying like, man, Sean Faith, he changed, he acting different. Did you kind of get any of that? I did a little bit, but majority, okay, so majority of the people that, I did, I just I just faded away a little bit, so I didn't really say, oh, I'm done talking to y'all because y'all got yeah, yeah. like falling back saying, okay, I just fell back and then I and they can't really can't really get mad at okay. Some people will find a way and they'll be like, oh, you're falling back, you're fake, you're hate, you're yeah. all that. But at the same time, they're like, oh, he's not partying with me because he's trying to learn how to invest, how to build his future. Like, I can't really, I, like, you can't really get, get mad at that. It's hard to get mad at that. Then regardless, I wasn't really, like, affecting them in a way because they already had other friends they could just do it with. Right, 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 right. They could play games with, go to parties with, stuff like that. So it wasn't really that big of a deal. But once I started, like, taking stuff for myself, then I started getting feedback from people, like, oh, I want to learn about this. Like, what are you doing and stuff like that? Because I started posting results of what I did. What I so now they're like, okay, wait, what are you doing? So then they, my peers started hitting me up. Their parents started hitting me up. Wow. That was actually interesting. So some Your of my parents started hitting you up. Yeah. Some of their, like, some of my peers, they had, their parents wanted to learn how to invest for their kids, like create custodial accounts, uh, create things for their kids so they can start investing for their kids with, you know, their job and stuff like that, put money in their account rather than just giving it to them in a bank account. So I helped them set up their custodial account, how to set up, um, how to set up their, um, not a Roth IRA, but like how to set up your accounts for your kids. So a custodial account. So once they hit 18, then they can start, you know, doing it for themselves. But since they're younger, 
then you can start building this now and how to create it. I basically taught them that. Is that a long, is that a hard process? No, not really, but they don't know about it. Yeah. Like, yeah so because I've done it for myself and I had to, because I was 17 too. So I had right. to go to your Do it for yourself. Before I like, you know, because I wasn't, I was 18, I was 17 when I started all this. So I was like, all right, let me just, like, what, what did I have to do to create this stuff? Because I had to figure that out too. So that was a part of my research process of just understanding. Because uh, I wasn't able to, if I stayed 17 and I made my first trade, I wouldn't be able to do it because I didn't turn 18 yet. So I had to find out how to do that. So once I found that out, then their parents created and then I just, I ran through it easy. They didn't have to do a whole bunch of research, hours of videos, none of that. They just hit me up. I told them the process, what to use, and then that was pretty much it. And then wow, bro. That, that is amazing, bro. I'm fascinated by your mind, bro, at such a young age, bro. Like, I can't even imagine some of the things. I'm 28 now. I can't even imagine where my head was at when I turned 18. Maybe just finally getting a job or starting college. However, you're over there learning how to wholesale in real estate. You're over there learning, investing, and teaching adults how to, you know, invest in everything like that, man. And you know, what are your parents saying about you right now? They're uh, they're cool with this. They're because they see that as long as I'm like because. Their thing was not about what I'm doing. It's just about how I'm, like, approaching it. Like, am I not being lazy? Am I actually putting the work in? Am I actually trying to learn and build and create a life for myself? When they saw that, then it was kind of a, okay, I'm fine with this. You're good, and we support you all the way. Just keep, you know, keep working hard. Keep actually working towards your goals and stuff like that. And that was pretty much it from there. Because at first it was, like, a little bit of skepticism and stuff like that. But then it was just like, once I started showing them consistently, and I started making decisions that like kind of put me in that position to actually learn and stuff. And I was like, okay, I'm just, they, they were cool with it. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. And you know, earlier, we're t earlier I, was wa I was watching your story and you were talking about the Lambo, right? The Lambo website and everything like that. And we we're talking, you know, then we started talking a little bit about visualization. How important is visualization for you? If you can't see it, you can't walk towards it. Mm. Can you say that one more time? If you can't see it, you can't walk towards it. If you're just walking, like think about you walking to your house and you got a blindfold on. You can't. How are you gonna get to your room? How are you gonna get to you know where? Because you you can't see it. You can't visualize it. You can't like you can't put it in your mind where's something at. How many steps do I gotta take to get there? Do I have to turn left or right? You can't see that because your eyes are closed because your vision is blocked. So visualization is so important because it's literally the key to getting to where you are. Because if you see if I'm if my eyes are closed and I'm in a let's say I'm in a minefield, but all the mines are on the top of the layer, like on the ground. If I open my eyes, I can just see where they are, just move out the way and just dodge them. But if my eyes are closed, I don't have no vision. I'm gonna get hurt more. I'm gonna get hit by the mines more and stuff like that. But all I need is my eyes open. And it's harder to say. Like I feel like opening it rather than like opening your eyes and keeping them open is so much easier because. Putting my, like, getting to myself to open my eyes, it took, like, a traumatic experience for me to put myself in a position to actually want to. Because so many people, like, in my like that, they didn't really want to do it. Like, they didn't want to think about this stuff. They wanted to have fun and stuff like that. And I don't blame them because, shoot, I do too. But I also know that I'd rather have fun in a situation where I don't have to, like, struggle or, like, worry about money and worry about problems and stuff like that than to have fun now and still have to worry about that stuff for the rest of my life. Like, I Rather, it just makes more. Might as well start that now. Absolutely, man. Absolutely, absolutely. Starting that shit. You already started, man. And so, you know, just speaking about visualization a little bit and, 
you know, just, you know, being able to see things, right? Do you feel like, like your imagination, like once you started reading, learning, going to these mastermind and investing in yourself, do you feel like that actually helped you to like expand your imagination? So the things that maybe once upon a time you thought like investing, you thought you had to be old to do that. Do you think having access to those resources and that knowledge expanded like your mindset and your imagination? So now those things actually seem reachable and not unattainable? Oh, most definitely. I was exposed to so much. There's so much game and information that I just never knew about, but yeah. it's so beneficial to me because it's like, oh my God, this, there's so much stuff that I haven't learned about, but I get to experience that stuff at conferences. I get to experience that stuff from different people. I get to learn, like, because one of my mentors actually trained at Oxford. He made uh, $1.2 million in like a, a year, uh, three days. I, uh, actually, he's, one of them is in the chat. What's good, bro? Shout to him. Who's that? Uh, Matt Bond. Oh, man. Shout out to him. Shout out to him. He also made a million dollars trade options as well. And But, like, there's... Better than I've been with these goats, man. Like, there's every... And they're everywhere, though. Like, they're all taking over in different places, but some of them are, like, older and stuff like that. So I was like, yo, I gotta, I gotta do this now. Because they started, like, probably, like, a few years after still, you know, had to put in a few more years to learning and perfecting and stuff like that. I'm like, I might as well perfect it now. Because if, if I perfect it now... Building up, I'm gonna be so far ahead, and I already You're already ahead of the curve, bro. Everybody, bro. I just need to take advantage of it and just take it, like execute on it now because you don't know how long you got. Like that's how I look at it because you don't know how much time you have in order to put yourself in a better situation. So you might as well just do it now and just have. You can have fun, but still build because you can have more in better situations that you create for yourself rather than just waiting and acting like this is your last day. Bar, man. And you know, one of the last questions that I want to ask you, bro, is a question that I like to ask all of my guests when they come on their show. And that is, Ashawn, what is your definition of success? And you know, success varies depending on where you are in life, right? It could be happiness, it could be freedom, it could just be good health, it could be making a million dollars before you're 21. It could be so many different things, man. What is your definition of success? My definition of success is me being able to just wake up. And not have to think about, okay, do I have to go to work today? How, do, how am I going to make, how, how do I have to make money? Do I have to make money? Because if I, I want to make money, it's different from have to. Because I have to depend on somebody else or, or something like to wake me up and say, oh, I got to do this. I have to do this. I want to be able to up and say, okay, I have these different things working for me and they're paying me already. So if I wanted to live within this for today, I could do that. That's, what, that's my definition of success. Wow, bro. That's powerful, bro. That's powerful, bro. And, you know, I'm not going to hold you too much longer, bro, but let's, you know, let's end it off by saying this, man. Let's say there was a 16-year-old a out there, somebody under the age of 18 out there right now. They're in middle school, high school. Their environment is not the best, man. There's no money coming in. They don't really read. They never went on YouTube and how can I make money, you know, investing? What's something that What's some words of encouragement that you would give that young person right now who's looking for something to like to be better, to be a better version of themselves? What is something that you would tell them to do? The younger you are, the farther you can go in life, the earlier you start. Because think of it like think of it like a slingshot. The farther I pull that thing back, it's gonna go farther than if I pull it back a few years. So if I pull it back eighteen feet, it's gonna be different if I pull it back, you know what I'm saying, like way way more than that. So the earlier you start, the better, because you're going to get more support the earlier you start. So if Absolutely. you create 
create a clothing, but like when you put a clothing on, people will just support you just because they'll buy a hundred shirts or whatever or something like that, and they'll just do it just because you're you're young and stuff. So you could take advantage of that. You know that you internalize that saying, "Oh, I'm young, so I can take advantage of that and I can create something and just learn it, and then I could be plotting and stuff like that because they're gonna support." They're going to build my business for me. I don't have to do anything. All I got to do is just make myself presentable, talk to them a certain way, and provide a problem for that problem. That's it. If you find it, oh, uh, another thing. If you, if you provide a solution to their problem, you're going to make money every time. If you provide a solution to their problem. So if they have a problem, and let's say they, it could be, even if they have, like, let's say they have a certain outfit or certain shoes or something like that, and they want something to go with it. If you provide that thing, you're going to not, one, they're going to want to support you. And two, you solve the problem like, oh, I need something to help to go with this fit. So that's just a basic way of looking at it. But there's so many more problems. Once you see a problem and you find a solution, that think of it like money. So that's just my <laughs> tip for them, 16-year-olds. Nah, that's nice, man. Start early, start young. People want to support you, solve problems. A perfect example, man, of somebody that motivates me, inspires me, who started young was um. CEO Trey, right? He started his clothing line company. I think he was like 11, 10 years old, 11 years old. Multi-million dollar company now. All because he started young. Actually, that's the reason why I actually got into entrepreneurship, actually. Because I thought I had to be older. Yeah. Okay, wait. But when I saw him at 15, like almost a million dollar business, I'm like, uh-uh, nah, I'm, uh, nah, uh, that's not it, nah. I'm, I'm in that. I'm in that now. So yeah, I, I can do it. You was able to see it. You was able to visualize it. You saw somebody doing it. I was like, it's possible now. Because I thought yeah. it was possible. I thought I had to wait. But when I saw somebody doing it younger and doing like better than me, I was like, yo, hold up. That's different. He making more than my parents combined, 15-year-old, in terms of like how much he's bringing in revenue-wise and stuff like that in his business. I'm like, and I thought about it. I'm like, okay, what does he have that I don't? Cause he started off with like you know small started off with just going to different barber shops and stuff selling teachers. started off with a with a course man a course from neo neo davis yes sir oh yeah oh my gosh the 100 course i remember like it was yesterday it was like a hundred dollar course and i don't think he still paid him back either i don't think you paid him back either. <laughs> but still like just seeing that i was like okay foot on the gas now because there's no reason there's no reason at all that i shouldn't be that i can't be that far this is no reason because it's just a matter of art and then what the work you put in. So once I found that out, I just went crazy now. So now I'm just trying to go up 21. Like, like that's why I said 21. The reason I said 21 is because it took him from 12 to 15 to million dollar business. So I was like, look, 18 to 21, three years. All I, that's all I need. Cause especially since oh, I'm in time and time, bro, to be honest, bro, time don't even exist, especially when you got social media here. Time do not exist. You can make that tomorrow, to be honest. You know what I'm saying? Your, your post can go viral, and you can sell so many different copies of your course and your books, and you just made a million dollars. You know what I'm saying? So time don't exist, man. But, you know, I just want to say, bro, thank you so much, for, you know, for blessing me with this powerful conversation, bro. I love your mindset, bro. I had to reach out to you to have you on the show, bro. I definitely know you're going to be – you're going to definitely make that million before the age of 21. You're helping so many people, bro. It's a lot of value in that financial literacy is so important. I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish I learned that at your age, bro. So what you're doing, bro, you are changing the world, bro. You're going to break so many generational curses doing what you're doing exactly right now, bro. So keep going. Thank you for being my special guest for episode 64, bro. 
It was an honor and pleasure, bro. Definitely. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, bro. Have a good night, man. You too. Absolutely. Man, that was a powerful conversation, man. If you guys missed this conversation, I want to save this live. Make sure you check it out. I was speaking with CEO and Sean. Bro, this man, this man, this man is a gem of knowledge, bro. Option trader. This man taught himself how to do wholesaling at the age of 17. Was about to close his first wholesaling deal at the age of 17. I don't know about y'all, but when I was 18, when I was 17, my friends were trying to convince me to smoke weed for the first time. They were trying to convince me to smoke weed for the first time. Not, nonetheless, how to get money being an entrepreneur, how to get money in the stock market, how to get money in real estate, man. If you're a young entrepreneur, if you're somebody that wants to get into entrepreneurship, if you're somebody that wants to get into investing, tap in with my boy, Sean, man. Check out his platform. He's dope. He's doing amazing things, man. And if you guys like what we're doing here on the Fly on the Wall show, click the link in my bio. This was episode 64. Check out, you know, episodes 1 through 63, man. I've spoken to so many different individuals when it comes to just so many different industries. Success, man. We all want to learn what success is. We have different, you know, misconceptions, maybe because of our environment, lack of resources, lack of knowledge. Maybe the people around us don't know what success is or the, mis the misrepresentation in the media and society of what it is, man. So I get these different high-level creatives and entrepreneurs on this show to share their stories and share their gems and share you know, what they're doing to make them successful or what they're doing to become successful, man. So tap in, click the link in my bio. It's been a, it's been a, it's been an amazing conversation, man. I feel I'm about to go buy his course or some shit, man. I'm about to go learn. I'm, I'm about to, I'm about to go, I'm about to go trade options. I'm about to go put a call on, on Tesla. So <laughs> nah, man, but thank you guys for tuning in, man. Tuning in guys. It was an amazing conversation. It's your boy, J.I. Lee. Peace. <laughs>